Good afternoon, everybody, uh, and welcome. Appreciate you being here. We are going to take up a couple of bills this after or regs this afternoon. But before we do that, I'm going to ask Representative Anderson if he will give us a blessing. Father, we thank you for this day and thank you, God, for last week's rest. And God, here we are, Lord, to do the business of this state. Thank you for this committee. Thank you for our chairman and our subcommittee chair and, and all of our staff members. And God, we realize that it is a busy season during this Lenten time, but we ask that you would help us all to be ready for your risen son once again. Bless and keep us all now. It's in Christ's name we ask it. Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, council has informed me that DDSN has uh, decided to pull their three regulations off the calendar today, so we'll take those up at another time. Do you know when that is? Uh, it is going to be, uh, I believe the Senate's actually going to take them up. They are going to make corrections uh, in revised language following conversations with disability rights, which is actually what we asked them to do at our last meeting. So they're going to do that and then resubmit them following those changes. Okay. Thank you very much. That being the case, we're going to take up document 5055, which is the document number four, and that is with DHEC and the Emergency Medical Services. And the first up to speak is Russell. Good afternoon, uh, Representative Bradley, Representative Anderson. Thank you for allowing us to be here to share with you about Thank this regulation. You. Uh, we are proposing a DHEC to uh, and again, my name is Russell Morrison. I am with uh, DHEC's Healthcare Quality's Office of Policy and Communications. Uh, we are, okay, well, that's just, you know, gotta get on the record, sir. Okay, so uh, the department is proposing amending regulation 617 uh, to update provisions in accordance with the current practices and standards uh, for, uh, to incorporate and revise provisions and definitions uh, to conform to statutory mandates and terminology that's widely used within the provider community, uh, revise requirements for EMTs, emergency medical technician training programs, uh, ambulance design and equipment, incident reporting, accounting of controlled substances, sanitation, infection control, monetary penalties, and other requirements for ES EMS agency licensure, ambulance permitting, and EMT uh, certification. Uh, also, to provide direction to EMS personnel in identifying patients who have a do not resuscitate order or a DNR, and to add oversight of the physician's orders for scope of treatment or post form and carry out uh, other related responsibilities to the form. Uh, this was a new statute that was added, and we're including that in this, the promulgation of regulations related to that into this regulation. So that's part of that post form. Uh, the last substantive revision of the regulation was in 2016. Uh, DHEC did publish a notice of drafting in 2020 with the intent, among other things, to incorporate adverse incident reporting, uh, update ambulance equipment, and streamline processes for the regulated community. And after a year of public comment periods, we decided to continue that. So we've been working on this regulation since 2021. So we've actually been working on it for a couple of years to get to this point where we are to present it as the final regulation. So I'll be happy to answer any other questions you might have. You guys have any questions? So you're saying this is a cleanup and you decided to add to it while you were cleaning it up? Correct, sir. Okay. All right. Okay. Looks like you threw in the uh, entire 
English language into this thing. Uh, I've talked with the EMS folks. I've talked with you guys. We had a big powwow a couple months ago or a few weeks ago. And I think that everybody has come to the table and has expressed their interest in this. And this is about as close as we're going to get without changing statute to more clearly focus on any of the changes. One thing I did want to look at is the uh, adverse reporting incident, you know, the adverse reporting, adverse incident reporting. And tell me what was finally decided on that. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to defer that to Rich uh, Wisnowski. Well, he Rich. can answer that uh, probably better than I can as this broker man. Well, what would they send we, you up here for then? <laughs> hey, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, Rich Wisniewski, the director of EMS and trauma for DHEC. Uh, we did talk with the EMS Association and we did come to a resolution that we would include that. Uh, we would de delay implementation of that requirement for 12 months. In that 12 months, we would also, uh, through the develop, they would be involved in the development of that reporting system, and we would pilot that system with several agencies to make sure that we rolled out a functioning uh, pro product with, hopefully, at the end. Uh, so we would be delaying that uh, for 12 months implementation involving the EMS Association in that. So they're stuck with the 24-hour reporting at this point? Uh, I believe we actually changed that to 72 hours. 72. Yes, sir. I think we changed that to 72 hours. That's implemental. Implement. That's implemented immediately. The the going from 24 to 72 because that was one of their main concerns, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. That would be delayed for 12 months as well. They wouldn't have to report at all for 12 months after implementation. I'm confused now, Rich. So, well, it, it, once the regulation goes in, since that's a provision of the reporting, that wouldn't necessarily go into effect immediately. That would go into effect. The 72-hour reporting wouldn't go into effect immediately. They're still under the. They're still burdened with the 24-hour reporting until the implementation in a year from now. Actually, if I may, this uh, yeah. this section of regulation is new. There is currently no requirement for any adverse event reporting. This is a new at all. At all. That just disappeared. So, well, it was well, I thought there was, I, I'm sorry, I thought that no, there was a reporting requirement inside of 24 hours. You were proposing 24, they were objecting, and now you're implementing the 72 after a year's, okay. That's yes, correct. sir. I got Sorry you. for that confusion. No, no, no. <laughs> no it's operator yeah, error, yeah, I'm no. sure. And, and this was one of the things that, that was um, added and is new to this regulation, as we didn't have it before. Okay, and you guys are still on speaking terms? Oh, yes. Because okay. yeah, you weren't, you, you didn't look like you guys were in speaking uh, terms when you came to our office the first day. Yeah, we, we, we speak quite, actually, uh, the EMS Association and I speak quite frequently. So. Good. Well, they're, they're rather vocal, too. So, but uh, you guys are okay with it, and they seem to be okay with it. Do I hear a motion to? Yeah, Mr. Chair, I make a motion that we pass this. Okay. That being the motion, all in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed, no. Eyes have it. There you go. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, hate to make you waste your afternoon coming up here for five minutes worth of, but we know how this works. Yes, sir. All right. Oh, that's right. You guys get to, are you speaking on this one? Uh, Russell's back, back on last. All right. So this is 50, 57. This is the home health care folks and the, um, it's licensing.
right? Uh, some of the, uh, a number of issues relative to home health aides. So why don't you give us a spin of what you guys are trying to accomplish? So uh, again, Russell Morrison with DHEC, we are um, proposing amending this regulation to ensure alignment with the current federal and uh, state laws uh, to revise definitions and requirements for obtaining licensure, inspections, personnel, enforcement, patient care, record maintenance and retention and license standards. Also to include a statutory change to the Home Health Services Act, which was amended by Senate Bill 503 and became effective in July of last year, which authorized advanced practice registered nurses and physician assistants to issue orders for home health services. Uh, the current reg does not allow for that, so we felt like it was important to open up this reg to include that. Also to incorporate uh, South Carolina Code Section 447-2910, which is the criminal re uh, record uh, check for direct caregivers, which became effective in 2011, uh, which is currently not in the regulation as, e as well. And so the proposed amendments uh, also provide some clarity, some readability, some grammar, punctuation, and uh, some regulatory, regulatory text improvements. The last substantive revision of this regulation was May 28, 1999. So you can see these statutes came since then, so we felt right. it was important to add those. Um, <clears throat> Uh, we sent out, we did quite a bit of public uh, outreach with this regulation as well. We sent out uh, many uh, email notification updates to the provider, community, stakeholder. You didn't community. have too many people show up, did you? Uh, we, we did not for our stakeholder meeting. We didn't have virtual stakeholder meetings. We did not. We did reach out to... Uh, uh, to a couple of the, during the process, communicate with the process, the South Carolina Home Care and Hospice Association, and with the Carolina Center for Hospice and End-of-Life Care. Uh, so we did reach out to those, we initiated conversations with them to get their input. We adopted many of their, there weren't a lot of recommendations for changes to the proposed regulation, but we did adopt many of those, not everything, because there were some statutory limitations that allow us to change some things, but we did adopt quite a few of their recommendations. Uh, so we have been in communication with those. Our program area, uh, where Kristen Kolu there has uh, been uh, in contact with several of them since this as well, answering questions as necessary. Um, so we did receive public comments uh, from two persons uh, by the close of the second comment, and we did incorporate those con uh, comments within the context of this regulation. So I'll be happy to answer any of the questions. Representative Anderson, do you have any questions, sir? Thank you, Mr. Chair. So again, this is a lot of stuff that was outdated. Yes, sir. Um, uh, so you did the cleanup and the cleanup with the language and everything. And then you also added some things that was revised and passed, but never uh, going this far. Correct. Okay. All right. And, and you just put it all together. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm in favor. And, and again, we had conversations with the home health care folks, and they said that this was exactly how you characterized it. It's a cleanup, and they, there are a couple of things, and they seem to be pretty happy with it as well. So if they're happy with it and they're much more focused on it than I'm able to be focused on it, um, I'm, I'm happy. Do I, that being the case, do I hear a motion? Mr. Chair, I so move, mo so move that we pass this on. Okay, thank you, Mr. Anderson. Um, that being said, all in favor say aye. 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 All opposed, no. The ayes have it. Again, thank you all for coming. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate, more than anything else, I appreciate you working with folks before we get in this room. It just makes it a whole lot easier. 
I know it sometimes it takes a little more time to do that, but it's just it it makes a whole lot more sense than trying to do that before we get in here. And then that way, when we're doing that, I don't have to pick it apart. And that's a good thing, isn't it, Carl? Right. Okay. That being said, uh, we're going to call this meeting to adjourn. Thank you.